and was only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, not touch, also not touching. I am, I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always becomes supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. Done. We're done. Obama! Welcome to the Godless Revolution. This I'm, is episode 106. I want to be somebody. Who do you want to be? I want to be, I want to be Ryan Ellis. Oh, I'm, I'm Carly Figuerina. Oh, I you guess. just totally fucking took a pass. Man. I guess I'm... I'm going to punt on this, he says. Oh. Well, I'm... I'm going to punt to a cunt. I'm Ryan oh. I'm Ryan Mitchell. Nice. That leaves you one option. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> you were who? I'm Ryan Mitchell. Yeah. And that is... Dan Duffy? Nope. That's me. Okay. <laughs> you got to keep half of your name. True. Well, with three, you can only do so many mix-ups, and it's hard. You got to eventually get your original name back. Yeah, eventually. Uh, as I said, this is episode 106, and you can reach us on... You can find <laughs> it. <you can, laughs> wow, that's a weird all, start. All places. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, if you're new to the show... You can find us in a bunch of other places besides where you found us for this show. And you can contact us through various means, including at our email address at godlessrevolution at gmail.com. You can Twitter our twatter at TGR Podcast. You can call and leave us a voicemail or send us a text message to 33081rebel. And we have a Facebook page where you can go out and post things to our wall or send us a message or comment on things that we're posting out there. And that's easily found on Facebook if you just search for Godless Revolution. Wow. So, last week, we mentioned uh, free will and determinism in heaven and whether that's a thing. Do you think that's a thing, Mr. Duffy? Uh, no. Free will? I mean, I think it's it's just a word, because I... As far as the biblical standpoint on free two will, words or... well, it's two words. Yeah. It's just words. The best words. I know words. <laughs> I, have, uh, I have all the greatest words. Uh, as far as the biblical standpoint, I don't think it 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 would it's it wouldn't be true. Dealing with the way that God is structured, I don't think free will is a possibility. But uh, like the way you're talking with like terminism, that things that happened to you in the past can determine your future. Well, so very, maybe it's, it would be good to start with a definition of what we mean by yeah, free will. That's what I was going to ask, because if you ask me that, I would say, well, if he's innocent, I think so. Which <laughs> is definitely free will if he's innocent. <laughs> free willing! So, <laughs> yeah. so free will is something that is generally meant as saying that you have uh, complete and free will to do whatever you want at, at any given moment can't in time. You can't use right? the word in its definition, though. Well, that you are, that you, that you have, that you can choose among any option. Right. Yeah. Imaginable to you at any given time. Well, so that'd be libertarian free will. Yes. Yeah. 
Is that there d- another that, type of free will? Well, compatibilism. Well, com- well, compatibilism is just the middle of the road between free will and determinism. In a right? way, yeah. But I mean, it's yeah, it's the agnostic of free wills. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's trying to have your cake and eat meh. it too. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not much of a compatibilist. I think so. So free free will, as far as this initial discussion, and I, I'm guessing we'll just kind of have a introduction to free will and determinism here here at the beginning of the show, and then we'll cover it in more detail either next week or the following week because I'm still I'm still trying to determine whether or not we can we can have time for Use your free will. <laughs> well I don't <laughs> to I'm, determine it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can get uh Richard uh, uh Dr. Richard Carrier to come on the show for a little bit uh while he's here in town. But I know that his schedule is really, really mm-hmm. tight and so I don't know if he'll have time or not. And if he doesn't have time, I'm thinking that I may throw out some of his talk that he gave mm-hmm. while, or that he's going to give while he's here in Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, you know, so things are just kind of up in the air right now. I don't know if we're going to be able to have him on the show or if we're going to be able to show, or if we're going to be able to post some of his talk that he had while he was out here, or if we're just going to do something completely unrelated to either one. So, uh, so yeah, I don't, so I don't know if next week we'll be talking about free will or if possibly the week afterwards. So. Uh, this week will just be kind of a little primer into the subject, so you all can think about it a bit more mm-hmm. and decide which side of the fence you think you may be on, and then can argue with us afterward or after we do another show exploring it more fully. Mm-hmm. Well, because on the free will standpoint, though, I would say, of course you have free will. You have the freedom to choose <laughs> to do things you want to do, but from the biblical standpoint, they're saying, well, no, God gave you free will to do what you want versus what's the other option? God just makes you a mindless fucking be drone slave to do what he wants, which yeah. is what you're doing anyways. Yeah. So we run, so we run into some definitional problems, right? So that's mm-hmm. why, that's why I think we should get some, some definitions yeah. out, uh, at the beginning of this. So of course I have free will. I have no choice. <laughs> you have no choice but to have free will. <laughs> that was a uh, Hitchens <laughs> used to love to say that. Um, and I would, I would say that Hitchens was more of a determinist as well, but. Mm-hmm. Okay. So free will, classically understood, or or as it applies to biblical theology or religious uh, belief, is just that at any given point in time, you can choose from a wide range of options that are available for, to you. Right? You can, it, in, in in at any given moment, you can choose to slit the throat of the person mm-hmm. sitting next to you, or enjoy a tasty donut. Yeah. Right, and you. You as an individual person can, can choose either, either one of those things or a myriad of other possibilities that are outlaid before you, mm-hmm. uh, at any given moment of time. And it, the discussion immediately gets tricky right there. It's mm-hmm. already difficult because, yeah. I mean, because now you've already drawn the fucking crazy, stupid human ego into it because everyone wants to go around walking around thinking, well, I could have killed him, but I chose to eat the donut. I'm awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just that good a person. Well, but they, yeah, yeah but they want to look back on every achievement and go, I'm the fucking best. Yeah. And look at all this stuff that I've totally done. And, yeah. and it was it all up to me. And it allows them to look at other people and go, what a piece of shit. Cause we all love to do that. Everything in my life has happened because of something because that I'm I've awesome. Done. Yeah. Which means 
that the reason why they're in a in a bad place is because they well, did, made the wrong choices. Yeah, other people, uh, their other fault. people who are in a bad place, it's it's their fault because mm-hmm. they didn't pull themselves up by their bootstrap. They didn't make the right choices. It's their fault. Right. So already you're more likely to have people going to that side of the argument because they're like, well, I want yeah. I want credit for all of it. Yeah. But that could also go for the determinist side of it too, though. In How what way? So. I mean, because well, you, you you still get to make the choice. Mm, well, maybe we should finish off, with okay. the maybe we should finish with the definitions. To, so, so we we talked about the free will side. So, determinism basically means that you are who you are at this given point in time based on everything that you have experienced and learned throughout your lifetime. Every every interaction you've had, everything you've learned, every experience. Every sense, every bit of sensory input has made you who you are right now at this point in time. Along with genetic wiring and, Correct. and predispositions. Yeah. So. Yeah. All of the chemicals in your mm-hmm. brain, those are all, those all contribute to determine who you are right now. That's the determinist view. And on the free will side, it would, the, the idea would be more that the biochemistry is sort of irrelevant. Which, I think is wrong. It's completely, it's completely bullshit. wrong. Yeah. Right. But that's, and like we saw in the story last week about getting rid of your meds and just use the Bible because yeah. that's the yeah. choice you have to overcome those, that biochemistry. Yeah. Total bullshit. That's why I say, was trying to say with the determination or determinist side of it, you are still making the choice when it comes down to making that choice. It's just your past experiences are what you're basing all your choice, choices off of. So you could have been in a really shitty fucking lifestyle. You could have grown up in a, in a fucking gang or you could have grown up in a really poor neighborhood or you could have grown up with uh Ed Gein as your father. <laughs> so you could get to that point and being like, I don't want the donut. I would rather slash your throat right now. Or you could have grown up with parents. I told you, no, that's really not good. Growing up in a household where, you know. Yeah. So, so one of the, one of the problems that you run into a lot of the time in having these types of discussions is a misunderstanding or a misapplication of terms where people will think that by saying that you are a determinist or that you believe in uh, determinism, that they equate that or conflate that with predestination, mm-hmm. that everything is predestined. Everything is laid out according to God's plan, which is, 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 is weird to me sometimes because that comes at odds with the whole notion of free will anyway. Yeah, you know, yeah, most, yeah. most religious people believe in both the notion of free will and in God's eternal plan, which the two really aren't compatible. I mean, either God, I, either God knows everything and has a plan that things will turn out a, mm-hmm. according to his plan, and he's intelligent enough, he, he's at least maximally intelligent to where he knows how things are going to go. So he knows the choice you're going to make anyway. But these same people still believe in intercessory prayer. Yeah. They, they believe that yeah. they have uh, this this ability for ultimate free will to act and do in any way they choose. Mm-hmm. It's theologically bankrupt right from the very beginning because right. you you start off in Christianity with this whole story about God's plan and then the very first fucking page, a snake and a woman fucked it all up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just fucked it up. Just ruined the whole goddamn thing. And he didn't even see it coming. Yeah. Um so so you you have this conflation and confusion between the terms determinism and predestination. You know a lot of a lot of religious people will say that you know determinists from a, a, if you believe in determinism or you have a determinist view everybody then is just a mindless automaton who are just fulfilling whatever they are 
you know, either chemically programmed to do or through the power of the universe <laughs> are just determined to do that. Everything follows along a timeline. Everything is going to happen regardless of what anybody else mm-hmm. does. Everything has been, and, and this is where I say they confuse prede- predestined with determined, mm-hmm. right? So determinism basically means everything up to whatever point in time you are at right at that second. Mm-hmm. But then any interactions that you have in your lifetime past that second change that determinist mm-hmm. path because determinism basically just says that everything you've experienced up to that point is, has made you who you are and will influence your choices in anything you do. So is it correct to say that any given point in time going through my entire life's experiences, everything I know and the chemistry in my brain that presented with, with, you know, one with two or more choices that I will, that I am actually free to pick from any of those. And I don't think you can say that because everything in my life leading up to any point presented with any choice, I am going to have a tendency to pick one or the other. Yeah. Well, not only a tendency though, but the, yeah, not, not just a tendency, but the, but, the choice, uh, I, am, I am basically at that point hardwired yeah. to pick along what has led me to that point. And even beyond that, the choice pool is going to be extremely limited based on what you can even think of. Right. You know, what you're determined to think of, what what your experience tells you. I mean, there may be myriad other possible options to, say, solve a problem, but they're not, they don't even come to your mind. Correct. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah, if I'm, because if I'm of thirsty, that wiring. If I'm thirsty, am I going to pick among the things that I have always or traditionally had had associated with quenching my thirst. Am I going to pick from lemonade, iced tea, Coke, water, whatever? Or is it going to be something completely in bounds of still having a free will and saying, I'm going to drink bong water today. Yes. Yeah. Something, Mm -hmm. something outside the realm of anything I've ever done before, which I think is, is logically inconsistent with the, with the notion of libertarian free will. Right. If I'm unaware of something, there's no way that I could freely yeah. choose to do that. Yeah. So if we take it on exactly. this one, if you, if you decide to go on a trip or vacation, you're going to make the decision. Well, either I'm going to drive there or I'm going to jump on a plane and fly there. Yet if you go to a tribe in the middle of, of the Amazon jungle who's had no outside influence on any Western world and you ask them, hey, if you're going to go on a trip, how are you going to get there? Are you going to take a car or a plane? They probably look at you like, what the fuck a is what? a plane? Or yeah, don't even <laughs> what? You don't even or say that. You just say, how, you just say, how are you going to get, get there? there? And how many of them are going to answer by airplane? Zero. Yeah, you're going right. to say, I'm going to walk or I'm going to take my boat or I'm going to. Yeah, it's more like that. Yeah. Whatever. If they, if they are able to ride like, cause that's, that's what they know. That's their, right. How their life that's has been determined know. to know that's it. That's all that there is. So they won't have right. the same free will to choose a plane. Because it, it's, it's not in their existence. There, yeah. there are planes all around. The planes probably fly over them. They probably don't know what they are, but right. they don't know to choose it. Yeah, just like a, just like a, a, a cheetah is never going to know if it prefers kangaroo meat to zebra or whatever. The one in the zoo might. Yeah. So no. I don't. Wait, should, what do should, mean, we, yeah. should we kind of cut it off there <laughs> yeah. and say yeah. these these are the two? Yeah. So we've we've laid down the definitions. You guys think about it for a little while. Yeah. And do researches decide. Or, or you and, know, try to come up with your arguments on either yeah. side, and contact us do you, as well. Do you, yeah, do you actually believe in free will, or are you more along a determinist bent? Let us know. Send us an email. 
at godlessrevolution at gmail.com and let us know. Uh, tweet at us at TGR Podcast and let us know if you believe in free will or if you are a determinist and let us know why. Let us know why, yeah. Case. Yeah. I mean, just letting us know what side you fall on is just a poll, but I would like to know the reasons why you believe something because mm-hmm. if my reasoning is faulty, I would like to know why it's faulty. So if you can present a good argument, I'd love to hear it. So let us know. I think I'll spend this next. I'm week very excited about this. Looking mm-hmm. up uh, uh, people's debates on it and stuff, so I can get yeah. more insight into it too. Yeah, it's it's a fairly hotly debated subject mm-hmm. and topic. Yeah. Um, after listening to a lot of the points on either side, I understand why it's hotly debated. But I think that the reason it's hotly debated is because determinism is misunderstood. I think and, people, and it's less sexy. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think, I think it is sexy. Like, like to real, well, we can talk about that yeah. in the future, okay. but yeah, I, I'm going to lay it out there and say that I am a determinist. I do not believe in the notion of free will. Yep. I don't know how either of you fall. Uh, for now, I'm the same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would have to, well, I think we all kind of are falling in line with each other, but we have to. You must fall in line. <laughs> no, but I, I think uh-huh. I, I mean, we have ways of making you think like us. <laughs> but I think when we come back uh, next week, we, we might all have three different reasons on why we believe that way. Which Probably we all three do. Yeah. So could be. But I'm. I look forward to the discussion, man. This is. Mm-hmm. I, I like talking about the philosophical things, mm-hmm. and and we had talked, you know, among the three of us, and said, you know, we haven't really done anything on philosophy for a little bit we've been doing news stories and debates we need to and make stuff it a like segment that, so yeah we do philosophy we, I think corner we should do like <laughs> counter apologist counter apologetics and philosophy and yeah yeah because i really love talking about that kind of shit yeah me too i, I like having the deep philosophical conversations with people to just where everybody's thinking and providing feedback with each other and and yeah mm-hmm. there's an exchange of ideas i don't i don't I w- well, I was going to say, no, I, I mean, I, I like just general conversation in general, but when there's an exchange of ideas and, and competing notions of things and yeah, just the whole discovery through conversation, I, I, I really yeah. dig. So we'll talk about that in the future. And I'm really excited about it. <laughs> do you think the chemistry of the brain controls what people do? Of course. Then how can we blame people for their actions? Because people have free will to do as they choose. Are you saying that free will is not part of the brain? Of course it is. But it's the part of the brain that's out there just being kind of free. So you're saying the free will part of the brain is exempt from the natural laws of physics? Obviously, otherwise we couldn't blame people for anything they do. Do you think the free will part of the brain is attached or does it just float nearby? <laughs> Shut up. Okay, there, is it. there it is. That is the classic problem of free will, the embarrassment of free will. What else we got on deck for tonight? Uh, I think Europe, Matt. Oh, okay. I was still looking. <laughs> who's, who's Europe, Matt? Europe, Matt, it's that uh, corner of the world Wait, that nobody visits. I thought you were <laughs> Ryan Mitchell? No, I, was, uh. I think it was Ryan Ellis. Whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, you're Ryan Duffy. Ellis, and I'm Dan Mitchell, and you are Ryan Duffy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting all fucking confused. <laughs>
I don't right. know where he took Duffy. I'm just... <laughs> what? I'm Matt Duffy. He got oh, to keep okay. part yeah. of his name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this one was kind of fun. I, although it's still incomplete, I could have added a ton more to it, but that's do right. it on the fly, man. The rise of Trump should have been obvious. We're not very formal. <laughs> <laughs> no. When reality TV and daytime talk shows like Jerry Springer became so popular in the 1990s, we should have immediately declared a state of emergency in the U.S. As evidenced by the by the popularity of these shows, enough of the citizens must average an IQ of 14 and know more about Honey Boo Boo and Duck Dynasty than basic dental hygiene. I'm looking at you, the South. The rest of us should have realized that if we don't turn it around, they'll try and get one of their own in the White House. When there isn't an ex-WWE wrestler or NASCAR driver running, you take the next best thing. The golden-haired storybook villain billionaire Trump is more relatable to his voters than it might seem at first glance. Sure, Trump's voters will never experience having more money than the states who largely support him, and they'll never be anywhere close to having a model wife, but the list of things they share is extensive. Here are a few. As the most federally dependent, with individuals being the highest in the nation on state dependence, the taxpayer-funded welfare states of the Bible Belt don't have any issue with Trump having inherited his fortune, even when he falsely claims to be a successful businessman. And then, yeah, claims to yeah. be a self-made man. Right. Yeah. It's the same type of ego-driven hypocrisy we find among the welfare recipients with their, quote, don't tread on me libertarian bent, that the minimal taxes they actually pay are unfair or altogether illegal. They, like Trump, are the embodiment of the born on third and claiming you hit a triple. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great analogy. Yeah. yeah. Trump and his supporters also share a common language. It's almost a pigeon form of American English in which the ceiling is of complexity and sophistication is roughly at a fourth grade level, filled to the brim with hyperbole and exaggeration, fueled by a fiercely dogmatic all-or-nothing tribalism that all of the outgroup are the bad guys, no matter what. It's like Bubbaism or something. Mm -hmm. we, we should come up with a with a term for it. Cockery. Yeah. Cockery. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Bubbaism. Southernism, yeah. uh, Trumpism. Trumpism. Yeah. Sure. That's a thing. They speak Trumpish. Yeah, Trumpish, Trump yeah. <laughs> Despite their less than desirable personalities and unproductive habits, Trump and his supporters have uh, also have massively overinflated egos in common. Just like Trump, the people behind his rise contribute little to nothing to overall society, yet remain some of the most obnoxiously proud groups in the country. Not the respectable my son just hit a home run pride. <laughs> The nationalistic, ir irrational, violent, religious zealot kind of pride. The kind of pride, that kind of pride is bad enough, but it's made even worse when you realize they only have it for themselves. In summary, they're stupid, dependent, hypocritical, entitled children who hate everyone else and think that they are the only group who can run the country. They have all the best ideas. Yeah, yeah. they have the best ideas. Mm -hmm. um, they're besties. So that's a short list of some of the things I think make trump relatable even though he's this billionaire or whatever because people are always saying that how did he yeah. win the bible belt well these are some he's, of the ideas that i had about how he possibly did that i think he's the least relatable he has grown up with extreme wealth to his us. whole life yeah. he has no way to relate to anyone yeah but that's those other things well and and, yeah, and, yeah. and more yeah when we go through the list of the things that you just mentioned they're coupled with all of the rhetoric that the right has been spewing for yeah. the last right. two or three decades it's easy to see how mm -hmm. he's ended up at the head of the Republican Party. Yeah, and I didn't even get into racism and fear yeah. and 
and yeah. all that kind of stuff. I mean, that stuff is all par for the course for the Republican for the, for those on that's, the right, basically. That's why you know what, particularly right? the rid, the religious right. But I just thought of a way yes. to make a lot of money really really quick this November. Start your own church? No. Uh, go out and buy guns. This November, when there's a big gun grab because Hillary's going to get in office, sell them for twice the price. Oh shit! Yeah. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> last time during the 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 ammo grab. That's what guys were doing. They were buying up all the ammo they could and selling it for twice the price because you couldn't buy it in stores anymore. And people were fearing they would never be able to buy ammo again. Yeah. 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 Well, and there was a run on ammo for a while. Oh, yeah. I mean, 22 ammo was almost nowhere to be found. Yeah. Well, it's still hard to find. And there's even a point when, when Obama got like reelected, you could go buy yourself an $800 AR-15 a few months prior and sell it for $2,000 the month of his election. That's fucking crazy. Because people were... Like I need this. He's gonna take it away. I He's need to get it. For I need to get it. And they're so scarce here in the United States. Yeah, where there's what two or three guns for every fucking I think it's, person. I, I almost think it's more than that. No, it's less than that. Less than two or three per person. Yeah, there's like three hundred million guns. Well, there, yeah, there's three hundred fifty some odd million in the U.S. Yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was. I thought it was more than one per person. It's got to be more. Not than the one last per person. number I saw. Hmm. We'll have to do some. Well, there's, a, I mean, there's a whole bunch of people that have more than one gun, but there's a whole lot of people that don't have any. Well, I think I make up for about 15 of those people. Yeah, <laughs> I know my my relatives more than make up for. Yeah, probably the entire county. Well, <laughs> so actually, that's it's 300 million registered. Well, the thing is, in, in you, registered, yeah, it not, has to be, yeah. yeah so yeah, because yeah. In the, like here in Utah, you don't register your guns. Most states don't. You don't have to register your guns in most states. Yeah, so there's there's definitely more. Yeah. Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's more than one per person. Because if you look at how many guns, like there's, like uh, during that last grab, like all the gun manufacturers, like dude, these are record, record markups or record like sales they've had where they sold. Yeah, we sold a hundred thousand today hmm. at one store or something like that. You know, it was, it was ridiculous the amount of guns that are being sold. I mean, you go do you go into a gun store? I remember that's when I was still do a lot of target shooting. I went into the local gun store one day, and there wasn't a gun on the shelf. Hmm. The guy's like, all we got left are display display guns that we oh, can't wow. sell because we are sold out. So I just did a quick Google, and just about everything is saying anywhere between 270 million to 310 million guns in the U.S. as of June of 2013. There's so, okay. no way you could get an accurate measurement because even if you tried to do a poll and ask people, hey – they would freak the fuck out. Yeah, how many yeah. how, how many, many guns do you have in your house? Yeah. They would freak the fuck out. I mean, Why does the government want to know how many guns I got? Now, now I got a few firearms that I got from my grandfather that have no serial numbers on it because they yeah. were made before serial numbers were even a thing on the guns from like nineteen forties and fifties. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I know several people who have made their own oh, guns. Yeah. Yeah. They they're hobbyists who yep. are also big into metalworking and mm-hmm. machining and they've made their own guns. There's no There's actually a whole yeah. a whole competition behind that where it's if you look at it, it wouldn't look like a gun as you think of a gun. Mm-hmm. But they're guys that are built guns off of extreme accuracy and it's basically a barrel, a really big giant barrel, like not like long, but just about a good inch thick a barrel. Good bore, yeah. yeah. It's a large board barrel. And uh, it's on this contraption that's got, you know, it can cranks on it and levers so they can move it wherever they need to, real real fine adjustments, and it's super still. And they got this little little button they hit to pull the trigger and shoot. And hmm. But these are guys where, you know, if they're shooting 10 rounds, you might see two holes. Yeah, I, mm, I remember yeah. 
shit, it's probably been close to 10 years ago now. I was out trap shooting uh, with my friends. We were just in the canyon somewhere out trap shooting fucking uh, several different types of shotguns. And there was a guy out there who had made his own gun and was out there just sighting it in. Yeah. And it's it was a giant fucking gun. And it it was it sounded like a cannon every time he shot it. It was so fucking loud. I don't know how it didn't tear this guy's arm off every time he shot that goddamn thing. It was fucking crazy. If you can't control your next thought and you don't know what it's gonna be until it appears, where is your freedom of will? Now, at this moment, some of you are thinking, what the hell is he talking about? (laughs) Here's what I'm talking about. You didn't choose that thought either. If, If you're confused by what I'm saying, you didn't create that state. Conversely, if you if you understand what I'm saying and you find it interesting, you didn't create that either. Everything is just happening. And that includes your thoughts and intentions and desires and your most deliberate efforts. We haven't heard from Gordon Klingenschmidt oh. for at least a week. <laughs> but apparently, he's bending over backward trying to defend anti-atheist discrimination. I figure he's bending over backward to pull a dildo out of his ass. Mm. That's his head. Yeah, that is just his head. Well, he's going to pull it out with his teeth. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> uh, this comes to us from the Friendly Atheist. For the past month, we've been following the saga of a California school district that had refused to inform students about a handful of scholarships offered by atheist organizations, even though scholarships from religious organists from re- religious organists <laughs> <laughs> they play good music why did how did that word come to your mind did you hear the one i was thinking religious organizations it says groups groups yeah. <laughs> oh he did you hear the one about the the nun who chased the priest all around the church and finally caught him by the organ <laughs> <laughs> i did now huh <laughs> <laughs> anywho <laughs> oh, God. So uh, this, this comes to us from Hemant Mehta, uh, the friendly atheist, uh, and it says that for the past month, we've been following the saga of a California school district that refused to inform students about a handful of scholarships offered by atheist organizations, even though scholarships from religious groups were readily available to kids. Now, if you're a Christian activist and Colorado state legislator, Gordon Klingenschmidt, Klingenschmidt. How do you tell people about that story without admitting atheists are being discriminated against? After all, it would poke a massive hole in the Christian persecution bubble. Mm -hmm. He tried and failed miserably yesterday on his Pray in Jesus' Name show. Let's hear what he had to say about it. Yeah. For me, it seems pretty obvious, and we do have constitutional issues here, uh, but the parents should be the ones determining what their children learn at school. No. No. But based on what? What if the parents don't even know what their kids don't know? Yeah. yeah. What if their parents are dipshits? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, if, <laughs> what if you're their parent? <laughs> <laughs> if you got a cold, I mean, drink I mean, a Coca-Cola. And I only say that because it's kind of funny, but also because he started the sentence by saying, it seems obvious to me. 
Okay, then if it's obvious to you, it's clear to me you're missing a whole bunch of shit your kids need to know. And he's got a minnow on his shirt. What's that all about? It's a it's a fucking Christ minnow. I know. Nick this <laughs> at school. And so if if a parent is an atheist parent and you have a child that you want to be raised atheist, what? I understand that. There may be no, a scholarship opportunity no. for them. But to advertise atheist scholarships to all of the Christian students uh -huh. or the Jewish students or even the homosexual students? <laughs> what? Does he have a problem with them I, with I, us I, doing I, this? I, I Not only that, so. but is our our is being a homosexual a religion now? No, but they have to go to a special college. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, apparently he doesn't even want money from atheists. Uh yeah. Let's yeah. The homosexual students? Guppy Christ. To say that Everyone should be able to get this money if you just renounce your faith. What? That's no. not that's not part that of any of that. Is itself unconstitutional. Yeah. There is no place Yeah, it absolutely is. That's why it doesn't does fucking it happen. Exist. Yeah. Unconstitutional. There is no place yeah, for atheist recruiters to come into your schools and recruit children to violate their parents' religion. Uh now. But we we as Christians are totally fine with yeah. forcing students it's to deep. say the Pledge of Allegiance and reciting the phrase under God and putting on you know in God yeah. we trust on on our money and selling oh. license plates within God we trust and, and and to take the entire neighborhood to Bible camp except for that atheist kid or to go knock on your fucking door at seven o'clock in the morning on Saturday or or we're to fine with all that bullshit force yeah. upon you our Christian scholarships which will force you to believe in a doctrine that you don't believe in right yeah. right parents religion now wait 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 wait. uh there is a place for christian wait so is he saying that in fact that that the christian scholarships do come with a proselytizing message that you have to denounce your faith to to whatever it is if it's not christian to accept our money he's not saying that but it's or is, true. Or that's is, what he's implying I yeah think. no yeah. he absolutely has to be because he just oh, he, said that that's what the atheists are doing yeah. which i so very vice versa, very highly doubt and he said that it would be unconstitutional of the atheists to do it yeah. Well, what about? Does it work the same well, way for the? Does it, he think it does. It's, does he think it's unconstitutional for the Christians to do that? No, probably not, because he thinks that you're saving them. Well, probably. Okay. Then he's going to do some clinging shit stuff. Yeah. Recruit children to violate their parents' <laughs> religion. Uh huh. Now, uh, there is a place for Christians to come into schools because. Because we won't just kick them out because they're Christians. Yeah, and he looked r immediately up to the ceiling for a, to grasp at any sort of lie. He got him. He fucking dude. Seriously, cut and start over. It's a TV show. Fucking cut, 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 cut. God damn it. Redo. I, yeah. Redo. Line. Line. What's what's going on? Fucking idiot. Because <laughs> the children are Christian, being raised by Christian parents, and a majority of the families in Lancaster, California. Are Christian families? Oh, so it's all right so to proselytize if there's majority Christian? Yeah. So fucking what? So fucking what if they're yeah. in the majority? That has no bearing on it's, anything. No nope. public school. That's a total Christ. And herring. so for an opportunity to be offered to a Christian child, that if they write an essay about God, that they should get a Christian scholarship money. That's not bribery. They're keeping their own religion. No one even converting anybody. No one even said bribery till you brought it up. Informing <laughs> and and reinforcing what the parents want their kids' faith to be. This is a parental rights issue. Yeah, but if an atheist writes the and same maybe thing, maybe they don't look at it that way. And granted, if you're a, an atheist parent and you have atheist kids, uh, maybe you don't want your kids applying for certain scholarships. I get that. 
No, I don't think you do. No. I don't think you do at all. But to say to Christian children, we're going to bribe you with $1,750. No, wait, wait, if wait, you wait, wait, wait. That's what he's, he that, just said it's not a bribe. But that's exactly what they're doing. He they're, just said it's not a bribe. That stuck well, out no, in my mind because no. nobody was even He's thinking. saying it's not a bribe if you're doing it on the Christian side, but if you're an atheist doing it, then it's a bribe. Okay, so it's unconstitutional and it's a bribe if the atheists do it. Yes. But if the Christians do the same thing, it's neither? It's because the majority are Christian and they're just writing about God, which is what their parents believe in. Uh Again, we're just running into another Christian who doesn't fucking listen to the words that are coming out of their own goddamn mouth. Well, if they did, they wouldn't be Christian. Renounce your parents' faith by writing this essay about how great it is to be an atheist. That would be upsetting and offensive to the parents who want their children raised in the Christian faith. And vice versa! So then they shouldn't apply for that scholarship. No. Big fucking deal. And the yeah. atheists won't apply for a Christian scholarship. But, that's and, how it fucking works. And so an atheist child that has to write about God, uh, that's not offensive. And I mean, like, yeah. I, th- this whole thing is just a j- one giant argu- a special pleading argument. Get it. Maybe you don't get it. But I, I hope you don't get it. throws out this frivolous lawsuit. Bible says this in Psalm 14. I don't give a fuck what your Bible says. No God, they are corrupt. Uh, Back with the passive-aggressive bullshit. And there is none who does good. So he's talking about atheists writing a thing about atheism, then comes up with the one that says, oh, now you're corrupt because you don't believe in God. Well, passive-aggressive fucking bullshit that they always throw in at the end. Yeah, coming from the loving Bible that says in Psalm 14.1, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none who does good. Mm -hmm. That's horse shit. Yep. So we could disprove the entire Bible if someone thinks that it's literally true, 100%. We could disprove it by finding one atheist that does one good thing. Yeah. Done. Yeah, Yeah, we could. Bible works, and there is none who does good. Mm. Let's pray about this. Would you pray with me? No. 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 I won't. Father in heaven, we pray that you will protect religious for children and wait, for wait, parents. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we pray that you will protect religious freedom. Okay, fine. Your fair enough. Religious freedom I, is protected. I understand that, but the Republicans, and and he is a Republican, cr- uh-huh. are crying at every turn that America is on the precipice. Like right now, oh, yeah. this moment is is everything's going to fall apart like in one well, second. And why do they all worry about that? I mean, that should That's signal the, that want. should signal the second coming, right? That's what they fucking want. Yeah. Why are they always so quick to condemn anything that would bring that about? Right. Well, what I'm saying is like, I mean, on one hand, they're, they're all rah, rah, rah for the end of the world and Jesus' yeah, return. Yeah, yeah. But on the other, they're like, no, wait, this is, this is the end of the world. You guys are going to bring about the second coming. Well, that's what you fucking want. I know. Right? But also, not only that, but they, but they're claiming about how much Christian persecution and how the left is just constantly attacking the, reli- the, the Christianity in this country and all that. But yet, all these guys are constantly praying for exactly that. Yeah. He just said protect religious freedom in this country. Do you never take a look around and go, okay, on the one hand, I'm praying for this to be protected. On the other hand, I'm saying it's not being protected. What the fuck is wrong with my God or my prayer or my something? Does that not occur to you? No, you can't have both. You can't, you can't have both. Father in heaven, we pray that you will protect religious freedom for children and for parents to not (laughs) fuck everybody else. Uh huh. Be. Co-opted or coerced or bribed. Even Can I just? Government- sorry, I keep interrupting. <laughs> I just, I just, I just want you guys to enjoy this part with me. <laughs> Look at how 
fucking stupid he looks when he <laughs> he thinks he has to keep his eyes closed for this. That it's so yeah, what, what is it's that all so about? fucking important that his eyes are closed in this. He I've looks always, like a goddamn idiot. Yeah, I've always He's wondered about that. He's waving his like, hand around. There are a couple things, or well, I guess a few things about prayer that have always mystified me, like. Why do your hands have to be in any particular arrangement? You know, should they be clasped? Should That's they so be, you can't play with yourself. Should they be in the form? You know, should you temple your finger, your Palms fingers? Together, yeah. Should you and and why are why do your eyes have to be closed? And particularly, and I'm sure this happens with other religions, but I haven't prayed in a bunch of other religions, so I don't know. But in the Mormon faith, they use all of these old timey terms like thou and thee and thine and yeah like does god not speak modern english yeah. is he fucking stupid I think has he not kept up with the changing terms in in english or any other language i mean do they use thee and thine in other languages when they're praying to mormon jesus only in shakespeare mm-hmm. yeah i think that's just that comes from the Joseph Smith trying to inject some sort of uh, pseudo religious aspect to his cult. No, like a like a pseudo respectability. Yeah, like a like a pompousness. Yeah, a piousness. Well, and just copying King copying James. things from the Bible, just just like cut and paste. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Permission, Father. We pray that the school officials will resist that urge and that threat. And they will stand up for the freedom of religion of Christian students in public schools. Only, okay, hold on. First of all, obviously, only Christians. But secondly, now he's praying for the administrators of the school to do the right, to do the quote, right thing, right? So yeah. this, now this gets back to the God versus free will thing. Because when a Christian does a bad thing and we want to point at that and say, hey, well, fucking rapey priests, right? And he'll go, well, they have free will. They're choosing to do, to do things against God. Well, but why didn't they just pray to stop do that, doing that? Well, God can't take his free will away. Well, then what the fuck are you asking these school administrators to do? Yeah, it, it's all the intercessory prayer thing yeah, that yeah, I yeah. don't understand. And and he thinks this is the most important thing for him to pray about right now yeah. rather than rather than ending world hunger or stopping priests from raping children yeah. and this is the thing he needs to fucking pray about right now and what and and his atheist god and is his god completely ignorant yeah. of all of this that's what i was going to say what's god doing he's just not, he, he like he's just up there somewhere and then he's like oh fuck ring ding 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 uh, uh, oh shit klingen klingen schmidt fuck fuck oh yeah the school fuck oh right yeah. i po- i totally forgot about that or he or he's just up there observing and, and just waiting like god i really Hurry wish up, somebody dude. would yeah. pray I for something i wish somebody like would this. do this yeah i mean i'm not going to do anything until they do i really hope somebody does this sometime soon yeah and what if this, not be- what if the school administrators are like jews <laughs> and then jew god is like hey uh you. hey christian god like did you get that prayer oh yeah i got the <laughs> prayer too but but they both want the other thing so uh how do we weigh these let's throw them on the scale yeah oy vey I think usually they would go with Jew God because Christian God He's older. Is a little nicer. He's older and more wise, right? You need to respect your elders. He's got a better beard. Yeah, Old Testament God. Yeah. Probably has seniority. Religion of Christian students in public schools to not be coerced and bribed to convert to atheism <laughs> against their parents' faith. Convert what the to atheism. Pray for parental rights to be reinforced. That the school district is doing the right thing by protecting the parents' interests, protecting the children's rights. Protecting the religious freedom religious. of those who do not want to be pressured by their government to convert to atheism. Father, we pray this oh blessing, God. and we pray for victory in that court case in Lancaster, California, in Jesus' name. Amen.
And they fucking lose all the goddamn yeah. time. Yep. Yeah. They lose on every fucking issue like this. Do they not see that their prayers are in vain? Do they not see that their God disagrees with them? Even if, even if yep. they buy into the notion that their God actually exists, do they not see that, oh, we're wrong because God keeps ruling against us? Yeah. yeah. Or, or else he's powerless to do anything. Yeah, Satan apparently is more powerful than their god, or, Way more. or or the atheists, or humanism, or secularism, or whatever the whatever He's else they want to nicer. fucking blame it on yeah. is much more powerful than the god they're fucking praying to all the goddamn time. That's so funny that it's not it's not even Satan anymore. I mean, Satan's way more powerful, but now it's atheism, which is nothing. Yeah. So <laughs> nothing is more powerful than God. Well, wait, they already do believe that <laughs> they've been believe they've been they knew about atheism forever. They've been they've been saying it forever. Nothing is more powerful than God. <laughs> I just realized that. Wow. You're, that's a very deep thought, man. Simply appear in consciousness. Very much like my words. What, what are you going to think next? What am I going to say next? I could, I could start just wondering about why we don't eat owls. Why don't we eat owls? They seem perfectly good. Where did that come from? Well, as far as you're concerned, it came out of nowhere. Right? But the same thing happens in the privacy of your own mind. It's, it's happening right now. You've all made an effort to be here tonight presumably because you wanted to hear what I had to say about free will. And you're, you're trying to listen to me, but you have a voice in your head that just says things. Haven't you noticed? Now, I'm standing up here trying to reason with you, and you'll think, he looks a little like Ben Stiller. I was hoping I didn't look that much like Ben Stiller. <laughs> well, speaking of people who pray too much, uh huh. Crazy Facebook friend. Yay! Crazy Facebook friend of Ryan. <laughs> when are we going to do that one again? <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do it right now. <laughs> Two years ago, I was under spiritual warfare in the form of anxiety panic attacks and disorders. I returned to my faith at that point after 30 years being away. I refused to take meds and haven't taken them since. The year prior, I had so suffered... So you can look forward to a lot more of these crazy fucking yeah. posts. <laughs> the year before, I had suffered hyploria. And recently, I had a I had been hit hyploria? by a... Hyploria? H, H dot P-Y-L-O-R-I. I have no clue what the fuck it is. Huh. It's apparently what he's not taking his medication for. <laughs> And recently, I was hit by another car and broke a rib. <laughs> and yet, some people what? are being this guy needs insensitive to, just stay in to his me. house. How often does he get hit by a fucking <laughs> car? I don't know. At least probably once a week. I does guess. he not understand the laws of traffic? He's, and how he let Jesus works? drive for him. <laughs> yeah, he said that really casually. Yeah. I was hit by another car. car. And yet, some people are being <laughs> insensitive to oh, me. Man. Not many of my Facebook friends, though. I am bouncing back by the grace of God through prayer and His sacrament. And some chiropractor thrown in there too. Oh jeez! Thanks to everyone for their prayers the and support. Help? Yeah, helped him, helped him out, right? Mm, boy, God, 
<laughs> when did he have time to go to a chiropractor? <laughs> I don't know. He had no car. <laughs> Thanks to everyone for their prayers and support, especially in light of the recent passing of my aunt. Now I have another task to deal with. Persecution. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe racism from some commie types. Laugh out loud. <laughs> please play, pray for me this holy week. I'll pray for you. And please pray for our country. I think day zero is coming. Persecution day is zero. a task? I, yeah. There's so many questions. <laughs> well, this one, this next this one, dead aunt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this next one is is weirder. I think it's an attack on us. Oh, I'm not sure, or if you're just confused, us on specifically, us? or not us, us like as atheists, uh, as as liberal, non-believer. Oh, oh okay. Because I was like, when it's, did he hear about us? <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a, it's, a, it's a short one, though. I'll tell you in when. <laughs> <laughs> is it right, meow? Yeah. <laughs> No such thing as a lefty, is there? Like writing, <laughs> kicking, throwing, etc. Seems like at least left-handed eighth, uh, athletes are at least kind <laughs> of eighth, ambidextrous. Athletes. <laughs> I want to say at- atheists, but he says athletes. It Wait, says, so he's even, saying even left-handed athletes are somewhat ambidextrous. Yes, because they are kind of forced to be. So he's saying there's no such thing as a left-handed person. Yes. <laughs> but he okay. says lefty like like I think he's throwing it out there like Political. there's no such thing as an actual liberal is there uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but or he could be telling the truth like there's no such thing as a left handed person are you fucking shitting me <laughs> I, honestly I wouldn't put it past this guy at this point yeah at this point <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. That one, that's, it's, it's some funny stuff in there. <laughs> I'll try to dig way back into his stuff when he's talking about being possessed by a, a demon. I have, oh, I have a relative online. A semen demon? Yes. I have a relative Lock online it. who used to, well, and he may still, I don't know. I, I unfollowed him and have unfollowed him for quite some time, who for quite some time was posting things when he was very drunk about battling with the devil and, Come at me, devil, do your worst, and you can't take me on. Show yourself. And wow. Yeah, I'll have to – maybe I'll dig back through some of those because they're <laughs> kind of funny too. I commented on a couple of them, and then he stopped commenting on my things, so I unfollowed uh-huh. him. And there's there's just this truce of, okay, you have your crazy shit, and you can stay over there and stop commenting on my stuff because we'll tear you apart every time you do. Segway! What you got, Matt? Uh, I have this. This? The Idiotic University College of Barbary, Barbarian, Barbarian, and, and Colon. Barbary, Barbarian? Barbarous? Barbaron. Barbaron. Barbary, Barbarian, Barbaron. Barbary, uh, Barbarian. Barbados. And Colon has made attendance at, a, at the lecture called The Evil. Mm, I think you mean Colon. Nope. No? No? C-O-L-L-A-N. Uh, C-O-L-L-A-N? Yep. Colin? Colin? Huh. Well, it's in Spain, so it's probably Coyan. Coyan? Yeah. Probably felt fucked up. Uh, let me start this over. Do it again. <laughs> the Idiotic University College of Barberan and Coyan. Is that their official tagline? I Yes, they're idiotic. You'll see. <laughs> has made attendance at the lecture called The Evil Compulsory hmm. for its 196 students. The bizarre course will be led by Roman Catholic priest Ophile Jose Antonio Fortea Cucarul, believed to be an expert on the con- Yeah, it says Cucurul. <laughs> I thought he was a rooster. <laughs> believed to be an expert on the controversial and entirely made make-believe practice. Hmm. He will cover fields related to the devil, exorcisms, no. and being possessed and hell. 
<sighs> it was reported by newspaper El Diario. Full-time Bible LARPer. I thought you were going to say El Diablo. Nope, Diario. Full-time Bible LARPer, Father Kukarul, <laughs> has... Pre- <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Has previously written a manual on exorcism, but the priest made... <laughs> what? Fucking Bible LARPer. <laughs> That's just what I, I, I just imagine a bunch of priests throwing little sacks of, of birdseed at each Like, I, I, I pray well, for you. I pray for you. They all you. dress so fucking Christ stupid. Christ be with you and, and with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, he's reportedly written a manual on exorcism. But the priest made headlines in 2010 when he defeated the Vatican. God damn it, Dan. I'm sorry, I can't. God damn He's it. Still thinking about I it. I can't get over the Bible LARPing. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but the priest made headlines in 2010 when he defended the Vatican after the Pope's chief exorcist mm. claimed these child sex abuse scandals rocking the church were evidence of the devil's presence there. Oh. Yep. And the move was believed to have angered some of the students, some of the student body, although no one has lodged a complaint or attempted to be excused yet. Fucking Bible LARPing. <laughs> That's my new favorite term. Well, they just look so fucking dumb in all those robes. That's what it reminds me of. Staffs and trosses and all that shit. Lightning bolt, lightning bolt, <laughs> lightning <laughs> bolt. That's Zeus. <laughs> I can just imagine like middle-aged priest like, dude, I, that lightning bolt totally fucking hit you. No, I went around the corner. I was in the rectory by the time that even got over here. No, dude, it totally hit you. <laughs> that's, that, that, was, that was a 10-point hit. You only had five points left, dude. <laughs> you totally did not get a regeneration spell. So, so for resurrection the, spell, their resurrection, whatever, regeneration, <laughs> yeah. resurrection, erection, same shit. Fuck you, you fuckity fucker. So, from Bible LARPing to Glenn Beck, <laughs> <laughs> uh, on his television show last night, Glenn Beck continued his campaign to convince conservatives to abandon the Republican Party to abandon it after he was reportedly snubbed by Republican National Committee Chairman. Reince Pubis. <laughs> Reince Curly Pubis. <laughs> As I like Beck- that you stuck that little clip in there. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> yeah. Two weeks ago. I talked to my friend Reince Pubis. <laughs> As Beck explained it, Pubis has scheduled a meeting <laughs> with, with, with Beck. Lock it, lock it. <laughs> several weeks ago, only to blow him off. Oh, really? After Beck's preferred candidate, Ted Cruz, dropped out of the presidential race which Beck took as proof that the GOP has no interest in making any effort to reach out to conservatives in the party and is instead simply ordering them to fall in line and support Donald Trump. Beck, of course, is having none of it, telling his audience last night to leave the party. God, he's such a fucking baby. Quote, The first thing that has to happen is you need to say, Republicans, I'm done with you. You're not doing anything to earn my vote. And you know this is true. You know this is true. God. They're ashamed to stand with you. They're ashamed of the pro-lifers. They're ashamed of the religious people. Look at how the religious people, me in particular, and Ted. Oh, my yes, God. Yes, the entire Republican Party has singled Glenn Beck out. Yeah. Uh. We're handled from the Republican Party from the get-go. They don't like you bringing up God. They're ashamed of people who believe in God. They're ashamed of people who actually believe in the Constitution. Uh. The Republicans have ignored conservatives for years, Beck said. And so it's time for conservatives to leave the party. Uh, I'm going to play this little... They're going to leave the only party they have. This little clip from Mr. Beck here. The first thing that has to happen is you need to say, Republicans, 
I'm done with you. You're not doing anything to earn my vote. And you know this is true. You know this is true. They're ashamed to stand with you. They're ashamed of the pro-lifers. They're ashamed of the religious people. Look at how the religious people... Look at how fucking crazy they all are. That's why the Republican Party is ashamed of them. Mm -hmm. Look at how the religious people, me in particular, and Ted Cruz were handled from the Republican Party from the get-go. They don't like you bringing God up. They're ashamed of people who believe in God. And that's how they it should be. They are ashamed of people who actually believe in the Constitution. You know what? I stood there on the mall at the Tea Party. You did, too. We stood there. They had a Tea Party? It was so adorable. Little tables. And oh, was my God. The Aww. tiny little cups and the itty-bitty little teapots. <laughs> kind of, I kind All of... the lace and fluff. It was fucking adorable. But, I'm kind of pissed I wasn't invited. But this that's exactly how it should be. People who they should hold, be ashamed. Hold, yeah, of them, yeah, people who hold such st- silly and unfounded beliefs yeah. should be absolutely humiliated to to have to admit that in public. And everybody who is friends with them should be ashamed that they are friends with them. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying like publicly shame them. I'm just saying that it should be so well understood in society that that's such nonsense that anybody in their right mind would be absolutely humiliated be to have to admit like that they still believe that crap. Yeah. Bigfoot and leprechauns. And yeah, exactly. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. We stood there, and all we wanted was somebody to listen to us. Oh, he's fucking tearing up. He's fucking tearing up saying that. I just that. wanted somebody to hear my concerns. God, and he's not up, even man. at his onion desk right now. I just wanted someone to listen to me. You have a radio show and a TV show, and you've been on Fox News. And a website and a blog. God. To us. Somebody to say, okay, wait a minute, I see your point. Well, wait a minute. I can't do all. No, but that's just it. Nobody does see your point because it's fucking ridiculous. Oh, you, yeah. you want somebody to agree with you. Oh, oh that's, that's what it is. That's uh, the key. We yeah. do all agree he's got a big double chin. Yeah. <laughs> and getting getting someone to agree with you is going to be hard. Yeah, uh-huh. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, wait a minute. I can't do all of those things, but how about we do this and this? No, they weren't interested. And nope. let's re- not forget, the Republicans weren't interested. Did they uh. change the IRS? No, they did not. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> the fuck? He wants well, to- that was just like uh, way out of left field. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna pick this red herring and throw it into yeah. the middle of everything. He was hoping to be the SRI now. <laughs> what in the fuck? He needed Not. a change. What did you get from the Republicans? What Nothing. have they what done do we for ever you get? in the last eight years? Nothing. But now they come to you and say you've got to vote for our guy or. Or what? You're going to give me a choice of a of a progressive New York liberal or a progressive New York liberal? What? Yeah, but she's a liar, and he's a liar. He's talking about you know what's so yeah. Here's is he honestly calling Trump a a progressive progressive liberal? Yeah. Wow. And here's here's what's funny about this year's election. I'm throwing wow into everything now. (laughs) (laughs) This 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 struck me the other day, but it's Uh, funny about this year's election. All the Republicans are like, what the fuck? We don't have a Republican to vote for. And all the Democrats are like, what the fuck? We don't don't have have a Democrat Democrat to vote vote for. for. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking weird. And we're talking about the two Uh, two of the same people. Like it's it's fucking weird. He he thinks Trump is a leftist, a, a a progressive. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I could maybe I could maybe see him saying that he's a liberal, 
Perhaps. Maybe. But a racist one. Very, very, I mean, that's like. Mm. Right. But again, he, yeah, but he confuses, he doesn't know what words mean. So he says, <laughs> he says progressive and he thinks that's synonymous with Democrat and liberal. Yeah. And what's but, so wrong with being a progressive? Progress. I know. The funny thing is we can <laughs> actually, oh, we, we can actually, we can actually graph out the positions of all the candidates and we can prove he's wrong. Uh-huh. Trump is not progressive and neither is Clinton. No, neither one of them. She's are. she's to the right of Obama. <laughs> but she is really rich and and he's really really rich. Oh my gosh. Yep, she took bribes, he gave bribes. <laughs> what is the difference? <laughs> what? Um, I think you just said it what one the took one is. one gave one. That's a pretty big difference. Yeah. Giving and receiving, they're two different things. Yeah. What is the it's difference? It's a big difference in prison. What <laughs> is the difference? <laughs> What is the difference? Do we need to give him a dictionary? Uh, I don't think Can he, he read? would read oh. it. Or he, he could probably sound out the words, but he wouldn't understand. Yeah, what he they doesn't mean. know what they mean at all. Yeah. Together. Or we can just give him a present and then take it from him and go, do you see the difference? Newtonian determinism says that the universe is a clock, a gigantic clock that's wound up at the beginning of time, and it's been ticking ever since according to Newton's laws of motion. So, what you're going to eat 10 years from now, on January 1st, has already been fixed. It's already known using Newton's laws of motion. Einstein believed in that. Einstein was a determinist. Does that mean that a murderer, this a horrible mass murderer, isn't really guilty of his works? Because it was already preordained billions of years ago. And Einstein said, well, yeah, in some sense that's true. Even mass murderers were predetermined. But, he said they should still be placed in jail. Heisenberg then comes along and proposes the Heisenberg uncertainty principle and says, nonsense. There's uncertainty. You don't know where the electron is. It could be here, here, or many places simultaneously. This, of course, Einstein hated because he said God doesn't play dice with the universe. Well, hey, get used to it. Einstein was wrong. God does play dice. Every time we look at an electron, it moves. There's uncertainty with regards to the position of the electron. So what does that mean for free will? It means in some sense we do have some kind of free will. No one can determine your future events given your past history. There's always the wild card. There's always the possibility of uncertainty in whatever we do. So when I look at myself in a mirror, I say to myself, what I'm looking at is not really me. It looks like me. But it's not really me at all. It's not me today, now. It's me a billionth of a second ago, because it takes a billionth of a second for light to go from me to the mirror and back. Are we continuing this show now or what? (laughs) (laughs) So Phil Robertson says that God may punish America as we prince Uh, around and parade our perversion. Mm -hmm. Ah, yeah. Phil Robertson, con- controversial patriarch of the Duck Dynasty family, joined Breitbart's Stephen K. Bannon on his radio program to discuss a new documentary that Bannon directed, mm-hmm. <laughs> exploring Robertson's views on everything from the Holocaust to Kim Kardashian oh. West. I would There's love no to hear what he thinks there. about the Holocaust. Robertson told Bannon that he hopes the movie will, quote, change the hearts of some people, since the United States is swimming in a sea of depravity. And risks the wrath of God. Mm-hmm. Let let him do it then. Depravity has become mainstream, he said. 
Murder is mainstream. We slaughter our own children. We press around and parade our perversion. What? It's being done in front of our very eyes. I mean, depravity, literally. And I never thought I'd see it in my lifetime, but it has literally become mainstream. Citing a quote from Thomas Jefferson, Robertson warned, his wrath is coming. I think he's talking about his neighbor, uh, Deprav. Deprav? (laughs) Yeah. Robertson, who endorsed Ted Cruz for president, said that he wasn't yet sure about Donald Trump, but that he was sure that a Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders presidency would lead us, quote, further down into the abyss. That's a good movie, though. So basically, <laughs> I like the the abyss. So basically, I'm calling the United States of America, beginning with the government, they need to just repent, turn back to God, and heed the warnings of our founding fathers. I think there's a chance. I don't think there will be a chance with people like Hillary Clinton on the other side or Bernie Sanders. We just go further down into the abyss. But I don't know about Donald Trump. He seems to be the one that the people have elected. Seems to be, yes. I just see a grisly If you're on the right and you're a bigoted shitbag, sure. Holy shit, that's ten minutes long. I'm not going to play that sound clip. Fuck that guy. What will you think when you are being basted in the broth of God's righteous indignation? I look forward to observing from my post in heaven the exquisite tortures you will suffer at the hands of the just and loving God, whom you have rejected, you fuckity fucker. God bless. What you got, Matthew? In lieu of flowers, do not vote for Hillary Clinton. That's the final wish of one Massachusetts moron who asked friends and family not to pick the Democrat in his obituary. Wait, what? In lieu of flowers? Do- oh, okay. So uh-huh. when I die, d- don't send flowers, but don't vote for Hillary Clinton yeah. either. Okay. Yeah. Do nothing. So do, 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 do nothing. <laughs> yeah. Carl Crosetti, 62, passed away on Sunday after a decline in health health over the past year. Carl requested in lieu of flowers that people elect not to vote for Hillary Clinton in the presidential election in November. His obituary reads, uh, Speaking to CBS affiliate WBZ, his son said, Crescetti was very animated, very passionate about the presidential race. What I will say is he wants to make America great again. Hmm. Carlo Crescetti told the station, I'm just trying to honor him as best I can, and this is how I'm doing it. The obituary reads, His input, humor, and outlook on life was always interesting and provided a unique perspective on life. Corsetti is not the only idiot to attempt to sway voters from beyond the grave this election cycle. An obituary for Jeffrey Cohen, a chiropractor from Pittsburgh, requested that people do not vote for Donald Trump in January. And now the afterlife is at a stalemate, anxiously awaiting the outcome of obituary battles. Earlier in the month, Ernest Overbay, a 65-year-old Virginia man who lost his... Did he go to prison or to camp? Ernest goes to prison. Oh, jail. Jail, I think. (laughs) Jail, yes, yes. (laughs) Uh, Ernest goes to jail, a 65-year-old Virginia man who lost his battle with cancer, um, encouraged the grieving to vote for the GOP billionaire. His obituary stated, please vote for Donald Trump. Trump was so touched, he tweeted that Overbay's obit. Thank you so much, he wrote. Ernest must have been a great person. Who is he thanking? Who is, who, yeah, at I know. this point, who is but, Trump thanking? The guy's uh, fucking dead. dead. So I know. who is he thanking? But he still found a way to get his ego in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this guy must have been a really great person. <laughs> That's what he said. 
he must have been really great because he would have voted for me and yeah, I have yeah, all the yeah. best words. Right. So three dead people want three alive people to be president. You really think that splashing magic water on Stewie will keep him out of hell? Watch that kind of talk or you'll get your heathen head smacked. Well, that's very Christian. Believe what I say or I'll hurt you. Now you're getting it. So you guys know, and many of the listeners probably know, that I am the regional director here in Utah for American Atheists. Mm -hmm. And I was very happy to learn earlier this week that American Atheists has filed suit against... Uh, Bradley County Sheriff over his Facebook use and abuse, wherein he has been proselytizing mm-hmm. Christianity to the masses, as on on the on the official sheriff's Facebook yeah. page. If he wants to do it on his own personal Facebook, that's that's perfect. Yeah, oh, fine. Yeah, do, fine. Do it on your own fucking page. Don't do it on a uh, do don't do it yeah. on a page that represents an official government entity. Yeah. So this comes to us from the Times Free Press. And it says that Atheist Group sues Bradley Sheriff over Facebook use. And Atheist Group has sued Sheriff Eric Watson and Bradley County, Tennessee, for promoting Christianity and allegedly deleting critics and unbelievers' posts on the Sheriff's Department's official Facebook page. Hmm. The American Atheists, Inc., and a Bradley County resident identified as Jane Doe. Mm. Because... Yeah, they don't sometimes get it's still very difficult for people to come out of yeah. the closet. Dude, as an she's atheist. she's going against cops here. Yeah, in her in her town. Yeah, filed the suit Friday evening in U.S. District Court in Chattanooga, claiming the sheriff's office violated their First Amendment rights. They are asking a judge to stop Watson and his employees from proselytizing for Christianity on government social media and from censoring opposing viewpoints. Bradley County was included in the lawsuit because it funds most of the sheriff's budget and because it did nothing to stop the First Amendment violations, the complaint states. Quote, this lawsuit is about protecting the community's First Amendment rights to speak out about its elected officials. Yeah. Amanda Kniff, national legal director for the New Jersey-based American Atheists, said in a news release, the BCSO had no problem with public comments until they were critical of the sheriff or his proselytizing at work. But the government doesn't get to silence speech it doesn't like, even if that speech is negative, unflattering, and disrespectful of the sheriff's religion. Correct. Yeah. End quote. Bradley County attorney Crystal Freiberg said Friday night she had been contacted by the group's attorney, Perry A. Kraft of Nashville, but had not seen the actual lawsuit. The lawsuit said the local resident filed as Jane Doe for fear of, quote, ridicule and possible retaliation. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is a real thing. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in the Bible Belt, somewhere like Tennessee. Where her house could be burned down. Doe took exception when the Facebook page posted, quote, He is risen, end quote, and a Christian message on Easter. The American Atheists received a complaint March 27, and the next day wrote Watson saying the post was inappropriate for a government website. Uh, This is just one of the things that makes me... Very proud and happy to be a out and proud supporter of American yeah. atheists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just like the place they're putting in God we trust in the back of police cars. Mm-hmm. That that should be not allowed to. Well, but then there was that one county that that we, did the opposite of it. They did just we the, did we, we, the people, uh, we, we the yeah. people, which is, way, which is which is awesome, which is way yeah. better. I'm like, if you're going to put something on there, put we the people. That's and you know, we are here to, for the that's people. That's for everybody. That yeah. that that 
we believe in a pluralist nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you're going to put anything, put that or e pluribusunum. And that was in Arkansas, surprisingly. Yeah, I was but really happy to see the that. Th- the thing about all of this is that it's so easily avoided. Like if you don't want to hear atheists talking shit about your religion, don't make it public what you're fucking doing, dude. Just don't talk about your shit. Or you talk about it on your own Facebook. Don't put it out on the yeah, or do it, or do it pu- privately. Yeah, but but don't you know. Uh, the story continues and says that the American atheists say Watson and the sheriff's office violated the First Amendment by promoting or est- or attempting to establish a particular religion and abridging the freedom of speech of people who disagreed. They contend Bradley County participated by doing nothing to correct those actions with the effect of, quote, silencing the sheriff's critics and promoting the sheriff's religious practices, end quote, the lawsuit states. The atheist group asks the judge to order the conduct stopped immediately and forever, and that Jane Doe and the American atheists be awarded monetary damages and attorney's fees and costs. Nice. So, yeah, bigotry and and proselytizing on government resources Mm -hmm. can be costly. Now, this is a local... Don't do that dumb shit, people. Is this on a local Chattanooga uh, website here with comments on it, possibly? Uh, this is the Times Free Press from Chattanooga, yeah. Chattanooga Times Free is, Press. Is there, is there a comment section on this at all, I wonder? I would are you, are you at the bottom? there yeah. is, but I, uh, I don't do see not one. see it, yeah. See, they don't want even people commenting Perhaps on there? Perhaps not, yeah. I was just curious, because sometimes it's fun to go through some of those comments that people write. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's just fucking soul-crushing. Yeah. There are white folks, and then there are ignorant motherfuckers like you. What else you got, Matt? Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yay! Yay! Yeah. I like chicken. 500 special ingredients, one of them semen. It's not 500. <laughs> I made that up. It's like 32. That's way too many. <laughs> I know. I was like, you're thinking of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I think Dr. Pepper's like, it's like the same no, for I both know. of them. Yeah. But this time they're selling something you might not typically find at a restaurant. Penis. A chain is selling edible nail polish in <gasps> Hong Kong. Edible? What? What? Yeah. <laughs> edible nail polish? Kentucky Fried Chicken is edible like, nail polish. Ooh, is, like, it, is it gravy flavored? Or barbecue? <laughs> oh, mm. I don't know. It's in Hong mm, Kong. Mm, 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 no one's going to have any fingernails gravy left. Gravy flavored nail polish. I just want to suck on your fingers. <laughs> the iconic chicken chain <laughs> worked with food technologists from McCormick to put the company's spice blend into a nail polish with a glossy veneer. Why? Mm. So you're just going to have people walking around Hong Kong just sucking on hands. <laughs> there are two flavors. I think that happens anyway. It's fucking yeah. Hong Kong. No, I think they're a little <laughs> oh, more private there. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. There are two flavors, hot and spicy and original. <laughs> And ultimately, customers in Hong Kong will decide which flavor or color gets mass-produced. To clarify, the nail polish is more lickable than edible. Um, God damn, they should do that here. Yeah, why would they? Why would they start that in Hong Kong and not in the United States? If you I put it know. on the chicken, you could have shiny chicken. So this is chicken shiny chicken. flavored, shiny chicken, it's spicy, shiny chicken, it's spicy, chickeny China, the shiny chicken. chicken. <laughs> it's spicy or original flavored. They yeah. should do that fucking here. Not- spicy shiny chicken. Yeah, don't don't do that in Korea. Do it in here. <laughs> Do it in here. It's not in Korea, you no. racist. You fucking lacist. It's in Hong Kong. Hong Kong is oh, in yeah. China. <laughs> I meant that. Seoul is in Korea. I've had a few drinks. You soulless. Man. Give me a break. Yeah, they should, have, they should have done it in Korea. Soul food, chicken, fried chicken, all <laughs> soul. <that>. soul food. <laughs> but it sounds me that saying it's, it's more of a lickable thing. It's, I mean, are they literally just like making a thicker barbecue sauce to put on your fingers? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. You just have to let it dry overnight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
That probably sounded weird on there. <laughs> I was sucking my finger. Don't worry. It was just a semen demon. I was really excited to read this earlier today. Yes. Uh, or last week. I'm excited for you to read it. Yeah, it was now. last week. We're, well, we're, 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 we're a week er, I read it earlier today. We're, we're, we're a week behind uh, news. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we already told them. So, Steve, did we? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, because you were the same shirt, dude. That's right. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> this this comes to us by way of the friendly atheist, Hemet Mehta. Uh, California State Senate candidate Steve Hill. I'm an atheist and organizer for the Satanic Temple. I was really excited to see this. So, Steve Hill is awesome. Uh, he's, he's a comedian who has appeared at American Atheist Conventions and done their, uh, typically they have like a comedy night. Mm-hmm. And he's participated and he's very, very funny. Um, but he is also running for the California State Senate from District 21. And he's not just running, he's running as an open atheist and, and supporter of the Satanic yes. Temple. Yeah. Which is fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, we love, I mean, the, so the Church of Satan is its own weird little wacky thing that can fuck off as far as I'm concerned. But the satanic temple is awesome. Yeah. It bothers me when the two get confused and people switch out the satanic temple with the church of Satan. But that's just an education thing that I'm sure we will work to correct going forward. But I was really excited to see that not only is he running as an atheist, but Mm -hmm. as an open supporter of the satanic temple, for the for District 21 in California. Yeah, that's um, cool. And he also got our friend Lucian Greaves' full support and endorsement awesome. for doing mm. so. Uh, Steve Hill is running for California State Senate from District 21. He's one of four candidates on the ballot for the June 7 primary. And per the state's rules, the top two vote-getters that day, regardless of party affiliation, will be on the November, va- on the November ballot. You might expect someone in his position to play it safe and only talk about his key issues, improving education, fixing the criminal justice system, and creating jobs, but he's using the opportunity to be very open about who he is, an atheist with ties to the Satanic Temple, a non-theistic group. And it's fucking awesome. I I just, I love everything about this. According to a press release from his campaign, and I'm just going to read the highlighted bits here, uh, congressional representatives and senators have demonstrated that their loyalties to their religious faiths completely supersede any presumption of loyalty to constitutional values of pluralism and true religious liberty. Yep. Many of our own politicians are more concerned with defining us as a, quote, Christian nation, end quote, rather than resolving fundamental issues for all citizens, whether Christian, Jew, Muslim, Hindu, atheist, or Satanists. Yeah, suck it, Buddhist. <laughs> Go back to Buddha land. <laughs> as, an, as an atheist and organizer for the Satanic Temple's Los Angeles chapter, I fight for true religious freedom, freedom to believe or disbelieve as one sees fit, with such opinions holding no power to either expand or inhibit the civic capabilities of anybody who expresses them. I, I just, I'm thrilled about this. Yeah. yeah. I think this is so awesome. Uh, Lucian Greaves, spokesperson for the Satanic Temple, had nothing but praise for the candidate, telling Hemet, and again, I'm just going to read the highlighted bits here. Well, no, if I, this is short. I'll read the whole deal. In a nation where our largest religious population fights to uphold discrimination as a religious value, 
exonerates religious daycares and schools from meeting basic standards of care, still allows for punitive beatings, corporal punishment, in a significant number of public schools based upon archaic scriptural edicts. It's refreshing to have a candidate running for office who advocates for wholesome satanic values. (laughs) (laughs) As theocratic evangelical politicians continue to pig-headedly overplay their hands, imposing their superstitious public displays, restrictions upon reproductive rights, and fighting for regressive measures against gays, the more the satanic temple will have to offer in the way of counterbalance. I'm extremely happy that Steve Hill is on the ballot, and I look forward to seeing him take his place in the Senate. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. That's fucking awesome. I will be donating to Steve Hill's run for this Senate seat. Sweet. Awesome. I think that's very, very, very cool. It is. And hopefully we can have Steve on the show that'd in be, the near future. That'd be cool, too. I'm hoping. That'd be awesome. I'm hoping that we can get him on before the primary, but we'll have to check the schedule and see. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll contact him and <laughs> I'm sure he'd be happy to come on the show and that'll be fucking awesome. Yeah. And Steve's a great guy. I mean, regardless of, of what happens in his race, whatever it's, he, he's just a great fucking guy. I, I, he's, he's very, very cool. Is any of his comedy stuff online at all? Yeah, yeah, actually, you can find clips of him on YouTube if you just Google Steve Hill Comedian. I'll gi- I'm going to give him a look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very funny, very nice. I, I really like Steve. He's a good guy. So, go Steve. Um, I suppose, Dr. Dawkins, I would ask this to you. Is, is there a scientific basis for the concept of free will in human beings? And if not, is there a biological evolutionary reason why all of us believe we have free will? The late Christopher Hitchens, when asked, does he believe in free will, replied, I have no choice. (laughs) It's a question that I dread, actually, because I I, I don't have a very well-thought-out view about it. I think that, I mean, I have a materialist view of the world. I think that... Um, that things are determined in a rational way by antecedent events. Um, And so that commits me to the view that uh, when I think I have free will, when I think that I'm exercising free free choice, I'm deluding myself, um, that that my my brain states are determined by physical events. And, And yet that seems to contradict, to go against the very powerful subjective impression that we all have, um, that, we, that, we, that we do have, have uh, free will. Um, I think all I can do is, is recommend the works of my colleague Daniel Dennett on, on, on the subject, which are fascinating. Moving on, what else you got, Matt? Um, I'm really about done. I got one short, sad story. Oh. oh. Okay, we'll do that and we'll follow it up with some confirmation. <laughs> okay. okay. To demonstrate just how not harmful religion is, Islamic State militants reportedly shot and killed a seven-year-old Syrian boy Mm. in front of his sobbing parents. Not at all harmful, then. Because he let a few curse words slip out of his mouth. Uh, Ah, well, he deserved it then. Yep. An activist told the news agency that the boy was arrested after they heard him cursing divinity while playing in the street with his friends. He was in the street saying, fuck God? What the hell? Pretty much. I'm wondering if it's something like God damn it or something like that. Yeah. But still. He probably said Jesus Louis Dreyfus. <laughs> Jesus Louis Dreyfus? Yeah. That's, 
That's one of mine. <laughs> okay. The activist quoted an ISIS member of Islamic court as saying, the act was considered an insult to the caliphate, regardless of the age of the boy, which is the same as saying, never mercy, only obedience. In a move to oust Texas as the least reasonable on capital punishment, the ISIS-led Sharia court sentenced the boy to death, and he was killed in a public square in front of a crowd of hundreds, including his parents who collapsed after authorities shot him, witnesses told ARA News. That's fucking awful. It's terrible. It's terrible. He's fucking seven. What could he do wrong? Seriously. Well, he offended God, so we'll take care of it. I also have to agree that I think that I don't, I think there, everything I know about the world tells me that there's no such thing as free will. I, I, I just think we act, you know, but we act, but the world behaves as if there's free will, and so it doesn't make much difference. Just like um, the particles in, a, in, in, a, in the room, don't, we can discuss them statistically, and they behave as if they can do things that they're not being forced to do. It's just statistics. And, and we behave as if we have free will because we live in a very complex world where there's so many factors influencing any of our decisions that it, you, can't trace, you can't trace that free will down to its source. And so the difference between a world where we act as if we have free will or it looks like we have free will and we really do, in my mind, is so minimal that it's a question for philosophers to worry about, but not, not me. So we have a couple selections here. Oh, wait, I do have another one I can use. Okay, well, we'll do a sandwich then because... We have David Duke hopes to get Donald Trump to embrace full-blown anti-Semitism. We already knew that. Because David Duke is a fucking... No, he's not a Duke. Is he's a, a dick. Uh, is a David sh- Dick. Shitbag piece of garbage human being. He's that raisin nobody wants Who has to endorsed Donald Trump for president. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to let him say what he's going to say in his own bigoted words here. We're going to the National Policy Institute conference. You see these well-dressed, young, very smart uh, guys. They totally get it. I can't tell them anything about the, about the Jewish issues or, you know, the importance of, of, of uh, you know, of, of, you know, staying staying white America and oh. things like that. They they totally staying, staying white, white America. Hmm. Totally get it. They're and they're 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 they're, they're uh, they, they have no inhibitions. You know, like you talked about Ben Shapiro. I, I follow his on Twitter, and they just go after him, and I just laugh. It is just beautiful to watch. You know, they we're call him post a man. <laughs> they call yeah, him a man. You know? We're going to post. We're going to post this on our site. There's a new video I just saw this morning that just it basically knocked me out of my chair. It's called 300 uh, Trump parody of the movie 300. You know, and they put Trump's head on Leonidas, right? And they, they got Trump talking. This is Trumpa. <laughs> is that what it says? No. I don't know. <laughs> about building a wall against the uh, against the, this, this this non-European invasion, and and then they have this non-white guy who was one of the people from the movie, and they have him opposing Trump. Uh, it's really amazing. And they also come in there, they eviscerate. They have all these pictures of the Jewish neocons in this in this video. It's a magnificent oh. video. They have Ben Shapiro. He gets stabbed by the by the good people, and that's amazing. That's wonderful. Yeah. Holy fuck! In fact, I think the wife of Leonidas. They have uh, Summer Redstone. 
He's saying this all with a fucking grin on his oh, face yeah. and laughing. Yeah. Every bit of this, he's fucking smiling through all of this. Mm-hmm. I I've, I've, I've worked in the telecommunications industry. I know <laughs> they they tell you in training, say it with a smile yeah. because the smile blends through. You can hear it when you're speaking. Yep. That if you say it with a smile, people can pick up on that. They can hear it. He is saying all of this with a fucking smile on his face. Mm-hmm. That's horrific. Yeah. Good people. In fact, I think the wife of Leonidas, they have, uh, Summer Redstone, Roth, Rothstein, right? Of, of Viacom, this media thing. They've got Eisner of Disney. Uh, they literally are, and, and, you know, he is almost, he's almost coming in his own pants. (laughs) Talking about these Jews being killed. Yeah. And uh, we, we are moving. And the only thing that I would disagree with on the uh, National Policy Institute is they, they've got to start because this is not, Trump's job. It's our job to give Trump the space to do it eventually. They've got to... It's our job to give Trump the space to be a bigoted fucking asshole. Mm -hmm. Yep. Trump's job. It's our job to give Trump the space to do it eventually. They've got to start naming the the enemy that's orchestrating our destruction. If we don't depose the Jews, there is oh. no hope from our people because people <sighs> have to understand the media is controlled by them, the academia is controlled by them, the political establishment is controlled by them, and I think that we really got to start going full bore on that. Wow. Uh, I'm not saying that Trump has to, but we've got to. You and really that's have the only- doing it forever. Holy shit. And you are fucking Holy horrible. Shit. This is like He's, a fucking KKK uh, rally. It is. Online, man. I can't believe that he thinks that it's perfectly acceptable to say this shit where everybody can fucking hear it. Oh, my God. Got to start going full bore on that. Uh, I'm not saying that Trump has to, but we've got to. And that's the only way we're going to move people like Trump uh, more toward doing the things we've got to do. I don't know. You know, how do we go? Here's a question. More toward doing the things we got to do. You know, eradicating the Jews. I think he's hinting at concentration camps. Holy shit. How do we go from this idea, okay, we're going to build a wall, to understanding that that Europeans are being wiped out in their land and to start taking a more open Where? Where is this happening? I have not seen a mass genocide of... of, Where are Europeans being wiped out? Well, I think, according to them, being wiped out is interbreeding. Oh, my God. That Europeans are being wiped out in their land and to start taking a more open position to defend our people and to understand and changing the way the media operates and, 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 and doing trust busting or whatever to destroy this media establishment that's brainwashing our people every day. Even if Trump's president, they're going to continue this power that they have in media. How do we go from where we are now toward destroying this media Jewish power? How do we do that? What do you, what do you think? What are your thoughts on it? Well, I, th- I think my thoughts are you're a fucking bigot. Yeah. Holy shit. I can't believe that you were saying these things where everybody can hear them. Oh, my God. And these are the people voting for Trump. Wow. Wow. I'm throwing it in there. Wow. Lots of wow. The, 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 the National Policy Institute is bringing up Jewish issues. I mean, they, just the fact that they've had me talk a couple of times and, and Richard Spencer has been on the right stuff and so on. And those guys are really gung-ho. Um, so I, I think that, that we are, you know, and, and I think that the, the Jewish issues are being mentioned more and more. If you're on Twitter, uh, I, it seems like everybody is talking about it. Um, and, and I do think that this is the thing that, you know, the fact that 
you have this huge mainstream media power, millions and millions and millions of dollars, but it's not having the effect it used to. This in itself is a huge blow against Jewish power. Hmm. And the but, president... Holy shit. Hmm. Holy shit. I can't fucking believe what I just heard. I mean, you know they're out there. I, but I just... I'm gobsmacked that these people think that they can fucking say this shit and just get away with it and and well, pe- and and so many people will agree with them that they can support oh, yeah. the Republican candidate while yeah. saying yeah. these types of things and the the key point here too is that we have yet to see Trump come out and disavow this yeah. type of shit right you just said oh, I don't know him uh, I don't really know who that is. Uh, you know, you said, Duke? I don't agree I don't with him. Yeah. And the funny thing is, you know, you got to go Godwin Holy on Hitler. Holy fuck, man. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, what this is exactly what Hitler was saying. goes, we need to get rid of the evil people that are controlling our place and get rid of the the virus pretty much. I thought that would be like a like a little funny thing no. we, could, we could point at and laugh. But that's not funny. No, that's fucking that's, horrific, man. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. God. It's scary. Oh, there, there are people who fucking do this in public. Yeah. Who think that, who think, not only think this kind of shit, but think it's okay to fucking say this in public and, where everybody else can fucking see it and hear it. And, and would be okay acting on it. Oh, yeah. man. That's fucking way, way out there. Way out there, and they're a Christian religion or a Christian organization. Mm-hmm. That yeah, they use they use the Bible and Christianity to back up all of that shit. Yeah. Wow, wow. <laughs> now I'm gonna be fucking saying that all the goddamn time, wow. and it bothers me. Wowzers! If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail dot com. By text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL or Twitter the Twatter at TGI Podcast. Thanks, bitches. This one's better. Okay. <laughs> I hope it can't be worse. <laughs> uh, an employee of Planned Parenthood in Portland, Oregon, called Damien, who describes himself as opinionated big brother mentor, wrote on his Tumblr page recently about providing advice. Quote, today... A 16-year-old boy was brought into the clinic by his aunt to have the talk Hmm. because his school didn't teach sex ed and his mother wouldn't talk to him about sex. She spent 40 bucks so he could get tested for the first time. I spent an hour talking to the young boy about sex. I got to have the sex talk with him. I showed him how to properly use a condom and to protect himself and his partners. We talked about STDs and pregnancy prevention. We even talked about pubic grooming and the ways to avoid razor burn. This poor boy has never had someone talk to him about anything related to the changes in his body. And then we spent 20 minutes talking about consent and how important that is. Uh, The boy said, Growing up, I never ever had someone talk to me about consent and its importance. I even had sex ed in school, he added. This shit is important, (laughs) y'all. This shit is important, (laughs) y'all. When a a commenter linked to the post and wrote, quote, it's the parents' duty to have the talk with their kids, not a government-funded organization that murders babies. Damien responded, first of all, fuck truck, I'm not a government employee. My wages are not paid by the government. 
Second, zero babies have ever been murdered in a Planned Parenthood. I didn't say a goddamn word about abortion, but you had to get your fucking tidy whities in a bunch because an organization that you know nothing about is doing good things for millions of people and you hate it. Shut your face up about shit you don't understand, fucking dump truck. (laughs) (laughs) The, The guy responded to that by saying... Abortion is murder. Just because they're in the womb doesn't change the fact you're killing an innocent human being. As I said, it's not a faceless organization's job to provide sex ed while simultaneously killing unborn children. Uh, that's the majority of what Planned Parenthood does is sex ed. Mm. Damien responded by saying, quote, listen up, kiddo. Abortion isn't murder. Murder is illegal. Abortion is not illegal, i.e. abortion, not murder. As, uh, as I said, and we'll, um, continue to say as i said and we'll go and we'll go with what i said as not total bullshit because it's obvious you have absolutely no real knowledge when it comes to sex or reproduction that i think we can thank your parents for that (laughs) this young man had a single mother that didn't feel comfortable talking to him about sex so i did it i provided medically accurate and up-to-date information unlike so many parents today and by the way planned parenthood isn't some shadowy faceless organization For an example, this is my face, posted a picture of himself (laughs) looking incredulous, the face I made while reading your stupid-ass response. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I thought that one was pretty good. And to end on an even happier note, uh, Salt Lake City has adopted a resolution to rename 900 South for the San Francisco gay rights advocate and community leader Harvey Milk. And that's That's pretty badass. Mm. Pretty fucking awesome. Uh, some of the comments are not so awesome. No. I bet. But I'm very happy about this mm-hmm. decision. Tracy works with a person who was very upset about this decision, who who said, well, Harvey Milk isn't even a Utah. Why would we be naming streets after him? And Tracy's like, um, Martin Luther King, King Boulevard. H- Hugo uh, Chavez. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of streets in Salt Lake not named after locals. Really? You're just a fucking bigot and should shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the happiest news that (laughs) I have to end the show with. Okay. Yeah. Apart from we'll have Richard Carrier staying at my house at least and doing some things for Atheist of Utah and, and doing a little speech about, uh, the intersection of polyamory and humanism and we may or may not have some sound clips from that and we may or may not have him in the studio with us i don't know it depends on his time i know their 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 schedule is really tight to as they're as he's moving across the country so mm-hmm. uh i will try to get him in the studio but i don't know that necessarily that that, that will happen so we'll have to wait and see you all can wait and see with us it's a mystery and we will be following up our discussion on free will and yes. determinism, which is next week. It's it's something I like to talk about. It's really cool. It's one of those philosophical things that that you can talk about into the wee hours of the evening. Mm-hmm. So thank you all for tuning in, and we will chat at you all next week. Bye bye. Adios, amigos. <laughs> You can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on.
for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long tongue liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter. Tell 'em that God's gonna cut 'em down. Tell 'em that God's gonna cut 'em down. Well, my goodness gracious, let me tell you the news. My head's been wet with the midnight dew. I've been down on bended knee, talking to the man from Galilee. He spoke to me with a voice so sweet. I thought I heard the shuffle of angels' feet. He called my name and my heart stood still. When he said, "John, go do my will. Go tell that long-tongued liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter. Tell 'em that God's gonna cut 'em down. Tell 'em that God's gonna cut 'em down. You can run on for a long time. Run on." For a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Well, you may throw your rock, hide your hand, working in the dark against your fellow man. But as sure as God made black and white, what's done in the dark will be brought to the light. You can run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long-tongued liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter. Tell 'em that God's gonna cut you down. Tell 'em that God's gonna cut you down. Tell 'em that God's gonna cut you down. I'm real fucking sleepy, man. Yeah. Me too. It's, it's late-ish. Yeah.